Last time on Knights of the Roll Table, having defeated a giant mimic bed and several matching killer furniture in an abandoned cultist mansion, the party finds the missing knight known as XX Bloody Heart. He had been turned into a coat rack by the red wizard Drodos, whom Igneous, Deidre, and Yeti helped defeat some time later. XX and the rest explore the first floor of the mansion, finding a key which led to a locked drawer where Melvin finds a journal which compels him to keep reading it. The others try to take it away, leading to a skirmish with Melvin. Deidre is able to stab the book, which leads to a vaporous form taking the shape around them of an undead spectral Drodos, the Red Wizard. Roll initiative. see the form of Drodos uh, floating above the lobby, floating above the book that Melvin has let go, um, blood coming out of the book, and he's uh, pointing and looking around, just kind of getting a bearing of his surroundings, and he notices, uh, he notices several of you, uh, he notices Yenny, and he looks at Deidre, and he looks at Igneous, and says, I remember you. Not here, but somewhere else. Yeah, honestly, we forgot about you. We were remembering some of your loot, but uh, uh, now I remember. Now I remember. I'm sorry. I remember the pinky because I did that, and that was very cool. He kind of looks at his hand. He's like, why? He kind of doesn't even realize he's missing a pinky. uh, He's mad. Um, Listen, you had to be there, but it was really epic, and I think even you would have been impressed. (laughs) All right. Uh, Drodos is going to swoop down uh, towards Deidre. And... Um, is this about the pinky thing? God, <laughs> it's amazing. He's going to uh, swoop down and with his hand, with the four fingers, he's going to kind of grab you around the neck. Uh, 28 to hit. Well, I mean, yeah, that's going to hit. The paralyzing touch. Uh, I need you to make a constitution statement. Is she within 10 feet of me? Yes. Is it advantage or is it a plus D4? Plus four. It's a bonus, it's plus four. I don't think I'm gonna make it, you guys, because I just rolled a nat one, and even if I made the full four, I mean, we can roll the four, but. Yeah. That's that's a three, and a, but again, that was a nat one roll. Sure, sure. All right. Uh, he, he, as quick as this, as you are, this uh, form of the former Drodos in sort of ghastly ghost form uh, reaches up to you very quickly, grabs your neck, and you just feel this chill go through your body. Um, you are paralyzed for one minute. Um, uh, as like he's reaching for me, I'm like, but it was so cool. <laughs> and you see this kind of like sunken in, uh, you know, photo negative kind of smile happens. And um, he's like, I'm sure it was. Um, 
I need Melbin and Deidre uh, to make a con save. Another con save? Yep. He's using a legendary action. Uh, that's a 13 for me. Do I still get the plus four? Yeah. Or plus d4? No, it's it's just straight four, not d4. Oh, it's plus... Oh, oh, well, that would have definitely made a difference, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was a 13, so that'll be a 17 for me. Okay. This is an ability save, not an ability check, so I don't have the disadvantage. Uh, 23. All right. Uh, Melbourne succeeds. Uh, Deidre, you fail. Uh, Deidre will take 17 points of necrotic damage. And Melbourne, you're going to take 8 points of necrotic damage. Ouch. That is a, uh, a legendary action uh, called Disrupt Life. Good name. And you feel this energy kind of go out of your body like, oh, <laughs> like, oh no. Uh, it's, it feels awful. Um, and that is Dronus' turn. Yenny, you're up, followed by Igneous in the next X Bloody Heart. Um, this is all taking place in like the main room of the house, right? It's like not the room. It's a lobby, yeah. It's about a 40 by 40 foot lobby. Got it. But I'm still getting up from where I was smashed. I'll say, in the... I'll say at this point, with all the stuff that happened with the book being stabbed, you've made mm-hmm. your way into the lobby and you're, you're within sight of what's happening. Okay, got it. This is like a corporeal form, right? Like he's not, he's not like fully ghost or whatever, just kind of gassy. Kind of uh, in between. A little okay. bit in between. Oh, actually, sorry. Um, uh, before you do that, mm-hmm. the, the disrupt life was a 20 foot, 20 foot radius. So I'm going to need uh, not you, but I'll need uh, anybody else that was in the lobby. So I think Igneous, that. Because you were in the room. I'm in ropes. So, and then XX, where you you were probably still in the room with Yenny. Yeah, he was just back kicking kicking back. So but, he's but, he might be a okay. little late to the party. So Theo and Igneous, I'll need you you two, but not Yenny and and uh, XX uh, to make a con save. Theo con save. Fourteen. 14's going to fail. You take fifteen points of necrotic damage. 19. 19 will succeed. You take eight. <clears throat> All right. Yanni, go ahead. Okay. I think I'm going to go for... Um, uh, going to start with a rage, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, after raging, um, rather than attack with the axe, I'm going to transform it into whip form. And see if I can whip the. He, he's still. Drotus is still holding on to Deidre, right? Like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For for the for the moment. Yeah. He's kind of like. <sighs> I'm gonna see if I can whip and specifically try and like whip the wrist or forearm, um, to see if it can, uh, if if it can release uh, Deidre. That's is it twelve gonna do it? That is gonna fail. Oof. So we'll say that the. The axe goes forward and this three blades come out, you know, and it goes out and, it, and one of them goes straight through this sort of ghostly uh, incorporeal form of Drodos. Uh, one of them goes into the wall behind him and then one of them goes kind of underneath it right in between, like right above Deidre's legs. And she's like, I'm like not moving like, what are you doing? Uh, and then it pulls back 
and and retracts, but uh, unfortunately, no purchase is made. Got it. Um, let's go with the extra attack here. Okay. Round two. Let's see if this does anything. Oh yeah, eighteen. Is that gonna do anything? Eighteen will hit. Nice. All right. Yeah, same thing. Just kind of aiming for like the forearm or wrist. Not not specifically going for damage. More trying to see if I can get him to one hand her. You got it. And for the whip, it's. Let's see. I think we're only looking at like eight damage. Yeah, okay. eight. Got it. Eight points of. <laughs> That you, you feel the blades go into him, and it, this time it does actually does make purchase. And it pulls back, uh, pulls out. This sort of dust comes out of his body, um, like an ashen bone. It, um, it just kind of smiles. And, uh, so that's your turn. Uh, do you want to move at all, or? Uh, no. I, I assume I'm. I'm close, but not like away. Yeah. within within arm's reach. Yeah, so yeah. so I'm fine. 15, 20 feet. Yeah. All right, Igneous, you're up, followed by XX Bloody Heart. All right, casting aside moldy ropes across my body, I will <laughs> leap towards the apparition and uh, use bonus action to move Hex to it. Yeah. And then make two attacks, two magical fist attacks or quarterstaff or whatever, monk attacks. It's the same stats. Okay. First one, 25. 25 will Second hit. one, 16. That will miss. So one hit. One plus the hex will be a total of 13 damage. 13? Okay. You got it. Uh, that's from a, from a punch? Yeah. Okay. So you just... Right across Sporch. the kind of, and as you do that, you just you notice it's sort of like an icy cold, burning sensation. Even and you're a pretty warm guy, you know, being from the fire yeah. realm. But it's sort of you feel this sensation like you've never really felt before. This kind of ice cold freeze happens when you punch into him, and it's you're like ah, that's stung. But you know you hit him. But it, it's uh, it sort of stung your your fist when you hit him. Hmm. All, right. All right. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. Uh, that is going to be XX followed by Deidre. Okay. XX uh, was kind of in the other room watching everything kind of go down, and I, I want to imagine he was come like out eating an apple. Yeah, <laughs> eating an apple. Yeah, just kind of like just kind of sit back and then. Um, oh, okay. Um, so he's going to use his bonus action to hide. So, okay. <laughs> um, he will do a stealth check. Yep. Uh, 18 on a stealth check. Yeah. There's, there's a nice tapestry you can just <laughs> hiding behind the tapestry. And you're like, he's a little, right. out. he's going to hide behind and then he's going to slide over to the next one, slide yep. over to the next one, uh, make his way around and, oh, you know, we're going to stab. Okay. All right. 18 to hit. That will just hit. All right. So that is going to be. Actually, I just um, I gave him a feat yeah. of a savage attacker. Yeah. So he can reroll um, an attack or I'm sorry, a damage if it's uh, too low once per turn. So he's going to. 
Yeah, sure. Good. Two ones in a row. Cool. Great. Um, awesome. So that'll be five plus sneak attack. Are your daggers magical? I think his magical one was the... I don't know if he had a non-magical dagger besides the dagger of swarms. But it... Whatever. You tell me. It, uh, it, let's say no. Yeah, I, I think that's something, which would be magical. If you had plus one, then yes. Well, the swarms, or short sword. The swarms was a magical, right? But you don't plus have plus one. I, I think that was his only magical dagger. Okay, so here's what happens. Oh, thank you for being honest. Uh, oh, so, he, so you go up and you stab him like right in the back. Just oh yeah, sneak attack. Here we go. And uh, he just he kind of like turns and his head is just this thing where he's like his... <laughs> and he's like 360 kind of or 180 kind of goes around and he's looking at it from the back and he's still grabbing onto Deidre's neck but his neck his head is now facing you and you're just looking down and you're like <clears throat> ruh row. didn't I turn you into a code rack cool 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 cool, cool. Uh, Anybody want to trade daggers real quick? <laughs> Deidre, uh, you can give me a uh, con save to try to break your paralyzation. Actually, I don't know. I've done know. really well with cons so far. Yeah. Ooh, that's a dirty 20. Ooh. That'll do it. Uh, you. That, that's my turn, though, right? That is your turn. Yes. Um. Yeah, so you kind of, like, as he's distracted, you're able to kind of use your willpower. It's just sheer uh, inner essence. You're like, must get free. This is not good. <laughs> just, and you just kind of shake. Um, maybe some of the residual uh, extra inspiration from Melbourne, even even though you're mad at Melbourne for attacking you, but but um, just having him nearby um, is, is good. And you know you have to take advantage of this. So you're able to shake free and you find yourself able to start to move your fingers again and uh, warmth is coming back to your body a little bit after being frozen. I start still. to come back and I'm like, the pinky thing was very cool. <laughs> That's your turn. Melbin, you're up. Uh, you are prone on the ground with a bleeding book. Deidre's behind you. This floating lich, uh, uh, this floating kind of wizard lich kind of looking guy is right above you and um xx bloody heart is on the other side of him um oh, all right, I'll, I'll start with getting up okay <laughs> standing up Ugh. it's right. hard to get up you're really yeah basically drained for some reason and then i will um, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go up and attack him all right go for it and my weapon is magic so hopefully yeah. I hit. Uh, 18? 18 will just hit. Oh, okay. Uh, I will uh, do some damage then, and I will go ahead and uh, use up a, a spell slot um, and do my, whatever that's called, Smith? channel divinity. Smite? Yeah, divine, divine smite, yeah. Okay. Um, I will do... Uh... Theo, you're up next. I'll use, I'll use my last second level slot on that, so that'll be... Okay. All right, so it's my normal damage plus that, right? Yeah. 
33 damage. Uh, mm -hmm. All but... And 20 of that was radiant. <laughs> okay. All right. And then... Uh, and then I'll, for my second attack... <laughs> it just goes... Ah! And you feel this kind of... You see this kind of burning uh, light come off of him, and all this ash sort of falls down uh, from his form where the where the impact hits, where the radiant damage uh, comes in. Uh, definitely hurt him. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> um, I uh, for my second one, I got twenty five to hit. Twenty five hits. Uh, and I will do. I can do a second divine smite. Is that accurate? I don't see anything that says I can't. I believe so, yeah. Every yeah. time you hit, you can. Use yes. the slot. I'm using a third level spell slot on that one. Okay. Uh, yeah. so this will be an additional D8. So that's 15. That's 19 plus 8. It's 27. All right. Massive amounts of damage here. It's over 50 points. Uh, he's looking real hurt uh, as an undead uh, guy floating above. Just another burst of energy uh, flows in as this divine power from Melvin's Warhammer um, and Slash Axe goes into Drodos. He winces in pain and, ah, oh, no, it's not my time yet. I will live on. That's what you get for making me hurt my friends. Yes. Top of the round, his his gaze now has a new uh, a new target, and he turns his head back away from Excess Bloody Heart uh, to to what just hit him, who is Melbin, and he points a finger at you and says, "This will not be a good day for you, my friend." And um, I need you to make. A dexterity saving throw. 16. Okay. You move to get out of the way. He shoots a beam of black crackling energy straight at Melbourne, and it goes right to the side of your chest. Uh, instant searing pain starts to spread over your chest through your armor uh, unlike anything you felt uh, recently you take 76 points of necrotic damage oh. so I take it he hit then it, that wasn't a half if I missed <laughs> yeah he, he hit you alright uh, Melbourne's down <laughs> by um, a lot Melbourne Melbourne uh, his body right in front of Deidre, he turns back to Deidre and looks what do you say as you're as you fall I'm sorry that's it oh Ben and, and Melbourne starts to uh, turn grey and turn into ash and crackle apart and fall into dust as he disintegrates onto the ground. Oh dear. You are, uh, you are disintegrated, my friend. I am muerted. Okay. Um, uh, 
Theo's going to uh, try and he's going to run over to Melvin. It's, it's, there's just nothing there. It's just he's, he's turned into dust. He's a, it's a pile of dust where Melvin was. Could he use a medicine roll to see how bad that is? Like real bad or like for, for a free action? I'll 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 let. Is you... it like real bad or like guys? Uh, he'll be okay. He'll walk it off. <laughs> I, I will say, uh, make a medicine check. Free action. Fifteen. This is more of a what can be done. Uh, with a fifteen, you know that in cases of the body being completely gone. There's very little that can be done, but it's not impossible. Very high level um, divine intervention or spells that can change the fabric of time and space itself exist. A very high level cleric, a very high level uh, magic user could bring him back if, if you were able to get to them. Would we need to like sweep him into a little pouch or is that... Oh, okay. All right. And I think my any of my magic items would have fallen to the ground, yeah. uh, but the rest of me disintegrates if I remember how disintegrate works. Mm-hmm. Well, that really throws a, a curve in here. Okay. Um, he's going to, uh, I think just in like uh, shock and rage, he, he might have been thinking about having some sort of strategy or something, but he's going to um, just uh, cast Shillelagh and then go for an attack, which I don't think he's done in this season yet. Uh, a proper attack. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll. 24. Okay. That will hit. Bad roll there. Seven. Seven damage. Seven and it damage. is magic. Yeah. Got it. He's, yeah, just do that. No, Melbin. I don't know why I was Irish. Melbin. All right, Yanni, you're up, followed by Igneous. Uh, okay. Hmm, things got real. Um, <laughs> I'm going to, I guess, transform my whip back into an axe um, and just go for the gusto. <laughs> go for as much possible axe stabbing as I possibly can on uh, Drodos here. Got it. Ooh, baby. Nat 20. Oh, no. Let's do it. With oh, vengeance. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeti go- <sighs> flies in the air with the blood axe. What you got? Let me see. I got to I gotta count up my dice. Okay. Please. It's going to be... It's gonna be Yanai. <laughs> 32. Oh. Describe your victory. Yeah. Oh, uh, exactly. It's exactly what wow. you needed. He had exactly 32. So he, he could uh, stay upon, upon Upon seeing the disintegration of Melvin. Uh, Yenny's rage elevates to the next level, and she takes a diving, double-handed um, axe attack, uh, like Matthew McConaughey in Reign of Fire. Yes. But unlike Reign of Fire, <laughs> Yenny connects uh, 
probably somewhere in like the shoulder to chest area yep. and just digs that axe in as far as it can go, which uh, is apparently very far because it just destroys uh, Drodos. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say even further than that. So you you move forward, Drodos has, has just disintegrated Melvin. He got lightly attacked by, by Theo Shillelagh. <laughs> you all are not going to, and then all of a sudden just Yenny comes up, ah! boom, knocks him down with the force of your swing, knocks him down into Melbin's uh, Warhammer axe, and from the front, the, the radiant of Warhammer goes in while Yenny's uh, blood axe from the back and just double splits through his corporeal uh, lich torso. And then uh, his form starts to crack uh, and ashen and gray and then just kind of falls and uh, starts to slowly kind of melt to the side. Uh, Not melt, sorry. Starts to dissolve to the side. Uh, one thing that you notice um, that, that's left as as the form, and it's it's a few feet off to the side from Melbourne, so the, the dust doesn't mix. <laughs> but as the as the form falls and stuff starts to blow away, you notice a small uh, platinum coin go ding, 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 uh, from the form of Drodos. Okay, Yanni, that was cool. Uh, Theo's gonna run over to uh, the ash pile and he's gonna cast um, Mass Cure Wounds. He's gonna cast Cure Wounds. He's gonna cast Restoration. He's gonna cast Greater Restoration. He's gonna um, rifle through his pack and, and find anything that any scrolls or anything. He's just looking for anything that might um, stabilize or help or do anything to affect, undo what's, what's been done. Um, and uh, I think everything comes up short if we, um, but he, he'll just keep kind of trying and we'll expend all of his magical energy um, to try and do that. As, as, yeah. I will say as you're, you're kind of rampantly trying to figure out how do I, how do I save him? What can I do? You just, you get this sense from it's more of a, it's more of an instinct, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's like, it's uh, maybe one of the nature goddesses or or some sort of instinct that's just telling you uh, that it's possible, but what you have is not going to do it. Theo will take out some sort of jar or something and and, and collect as much yeah. of. You have a cheesecloth. Yeah, D- dump out a cheese and then put it in there. Yeah, and you have enough of it that you can kind of like put it in there. And Theo's containing the the, the ashen remnants of Melbourne. Um, what are the rest of y'all doing? Just put like a hand on Theo's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Igneous puts a hand on your shoulder. I don't touch him, but I just say, Theo, I'm I'm so sorry. He uh, uh we can we we have to do something. We uh, we can 
we have to bring him back. This isn't the way. And um, he just he becomes just overwhelmed and just it just starts breaking down. Listen, we, we've seen a lot of weird stuff and powerful creatures in this world. And and if there's something to be done, uh, you know, we'll, we'll find it. We're with you. We're, 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 we'll take care of him with you. Well, let's go. We got it. We have to go now that we, we can't lose him now. All right. And XX says, oh, don't forget Otto. We got to bring him back too. I think, I, I, I think we fought Otto. I might have been wrong about the Ottoman. I mean, but also it's not a terrible Ottoman and I think it would complement my room nicely. All right, you you get the hammocks. I'll get the. Oh, I'll get yeah. Otto. Igneous, make a uh, make an intelligence check, or or, Ar- or Arcana. Arcana is still an intelligence roll. Okay, okay, uh, you can do I'm it. Doomed for all of it. Uh, I might have any. No, it's all minus one. Thirteen. Thirteen. You're you're putting two and two together just enough to be like. I we don't think- need the Ottoman. I think Otto was Drodos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he because like after you listen to some of the stuff that Melbin said, you're like, oh, it's not subtext, I, it's and, text, and you're just like, yeah, uh, you're 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 like, okay, wait, uh, and you kind of look at the Ottoman, and you just kind of uh, kind of like scoot it to the side. You know, I have like, grown somewhat attached to the Ottoman, but I don't okay. think that it's an actual. It's actually Otto. I think. I think we got him, but uh, we kind of need to worry about Melvin at this point. Next X says, "Oh, we could still take the Ottoman, though, right?" Um, yeah, you're welcome to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, yeah. What do you guys want to do? There's one more room, right? I might as well. I'm there is go one more room. In that oh, room. there is one more room. <laughs> I don't want to go in. in. I just want to peek. <laughs> okay. All right. Dear uh, adventurers, do not <laughs> trigger Drodos. He is a lich. <laughs> okay. Uh, Enjoy you go this la- bounce house. You go in the last room. <laughs> you go in the last room. There is a large framed picture of Otto de Bergemont. It's an eight foot tall portrait framed on the wall. And on the other side, there is a blueprint of the house um, laid out in front. And you kind of look at it and like, okay. Um, central lobby, the hallways coming out from the center. Um, uh, and you step back a little bit and you notice after what you've heard and, 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 and from what Melbourne was saying, I will say Theo uh, is, is gathering stuff. XX kind of walks in there and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I saw this earlier. And, um, and you notice that from the over layout of the whole house, it kind of has this layout of a spider. It, it's eight, hallways eight rooms kind of going out from a central corner of uh, thorax body of a lobby and, and an upper room and stuff like that so it's it's this interesting kind of cultish kind of layout of a house of a blueprint and that's what you notice 
it's a study. It's like an office. Well, that seems deliberate. I don't see any indication of like a resurrection scroll hidden here. You can or, uh, do an investigation check for scrolls. Yep. Okay. Minus one. Twelve. Mm, nothing you can... Looks like just paperwork. There is there is some like ritual kind of stuff, but it's more of like business kind of things. Some stuff that's kind of looks boring. Can I Written poke and see if there's anything that looks valuable, like resale value? Uh, yeah. Uh, give me an investigation check. Fifteen. Fifteen. You find in in the desk that's there, you kind of poke around knowing that desks sometimes have hidden compartments. And sure enough, below the second drawer, you notice a hidden compartment, uh, kind of like a false, false floor. And you push down. It's kind of wobbly a little bit. You push down, kind of lift it up. You lift that up. You find a small um, red pouch and there's there's something hard uh inside um very small about about half an inch and you look inside and there is a ring um made of uh, dark metallic uh metal and um and it's got kind of a green swirling kind of uh almost like a like an orb substance in the Hmm. embedded into it oh now this is shiny. It immediately catches your eye. Well, she I looks at that. I'm going to tear the portrait off the wall. You're going to tear the portrait up? Oh, off the wall. Okay. Yeah. Yep, you tear it. It reveals a hidden doorway behind it. <laughs> Oop. Uh, hey, always just being a... Uh... Just taking out some frustration here, but uh, there's a. It looks like there's a door back here. Is it locked? It's a. It's a passageway. Like it's. Oh. A, it's a. It's just. It's like a doorway that leads down. Is there any indication well, of it on the blueprint? You look back. Nope. This well, I mean, we have to go down it, right, Igneous? Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. One does not find a hidden passageway and not go down it. Okay, so... Uh, I'm going to put my new ring on. All right. Uh, <laughs> you put the ring on. feels pretty nice. It's very smooth. Um, Two disintegrations like- in one night? <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> 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 no, um, it, it's very nice. You feel a little bit emboldened. Uh, it, it's going to take a little while before anything happens. That's nice. I'm rocking um, it. So just write down uh, ring question mark in your inventory, and then uh, we'll come back to that. Okay, so the two of you, Igneous. And- <laughs> I, I start to walk, and I turn to XX Buddy Heart like, hey, are you any good at being stealthy? XX says, am I any good at being stealthy? And then he's going to, like, do a, yeah. like a, Into a the hide shadows. in the shadows type thing. He just pulls up a cloak. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden he's like he's like what where and then igneous is also in the shadow is very dark uh he kind of goes stealthy and like neither one of you see each other and you're like what? where did you <laughs> so both of you <laughs> unbeknownst to the other make your way down and you're actually walking right next to each other but you're so stealthy you can't see each other where you're just like i'm gonna be still hey that guy. hey are you 
Are you right next to me? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> hold my hand. <laughs> okay, you hold, okay, you hold my hand. If you hold your hand, if you hold my hand. These two dark shapes that are super stealthy make their way down. You make your way down a good like 40 steps or so into a stone um, a, a stone archway that leads into a large stone cavern with an altar down in front. Uh, there is um, on the altar itself is a carving of uh, sort of the similar shape of a um, of a woman with the lower torso of a, an arachnid um, with legs sprayed out. It's it's this one's a little bit rougher, so it's really hard to tell like details and stuff. There's no face or anything. It's just kind of a more of a symbolic kind of thing. Um, there are uh, there are chains on the side. There are um, different types of um, markings and ruins and some buckets and things like that. It just looks like it looks like a sacrificial um, place that bad stuff happened here. Seems kind of sacrificey in here. Very much so. A very culty. I don't want to accidentally have to fight like another nether demon or something, but uh, uh, let's just look around, see if there's anything we should take. Okay, you go. You go right. I'll go left. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, both of you, give me an investigation check. Nine. Nine. Five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what you see with a nine and a five is uh, inscriptions on the wall. Uh, it's kind of hard to make out. They're very fuzzy. Um, you don't understand some of the markings that are there. If they were in a language, it looks like some of it's been faded over time. Um, but you get the sense that uh, this was built. Um, the house was built on top of this uh, this structure, this this kind of sort of sacrificial place. Um, and this is something that's that's older than what seems the the foundation of the house is. So. But that's that's about it. It's it's more more just like kind of like a oh this seems a lot mustier and older than the house. Ig igneous. Yeah. Ig okay. This. I'm still here. This is this is bad vibes. This is bad vibes. We need to go. Yeah. This looks older than the house. Yeah. Um, let's. Will you find anything? No, I didn't see anything. Just the stuff on the wall. All right. Oh, let's. I'm ready to call let's, it a day. Yeah. Let's let's get out of here. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 All right, you make your way up. Uh, you make your way back in the lobby. Theo, you have completed gathering Melbourne's ashes and axe. Um, Yenny has calmed down. Um, you guys are kind of quietly kind of consoling each other, um, figuring out what to do next. Um, what would you like to do? XX says, um, if... Auto changed into Drodos, and we just killed Drodos. Then my mission's complete. We uh... I think our next steps is going to be trying to see what we can do for Melbourne. All right. Well, is there anything to do back here, or should we uh, should we bounce back to the? Uh, uh, hey, uh, you ever been to Glorn? Where'd you come from? We got. Uh, 
I don't know if you've got uh, the um, enhanced version of the uh, of the uh, symbol here, XX, but uh, what? We're, yeah, we're able to like teleport enhanced. and talk to each they other. They kind of so quickly really explain cool. this whole thing about like being able to talk to people and sort of, <laughs> but we'll we'll bring you back with us. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, so all of you kind of tap on your uh, symbol. Um, are you gonna attempt to take the ottoman with you? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, that's right. true. Everybody sits on the ottoman with hand. We keep on the our ottoman. bottle of ashes. Okay, so all of you uh, teleport back. Um, your your XX. Your you have never experienced something like this before. Kind of because you have teleported a little bit, but this is a different kind of like blah, like face stretching kind of thing. Yeah, it's been a weird day for you. I mean, you went to this crazy. Mansion, ta- apparently, a year has gone by, and then these people showed up, and no time has gone by for you, and and it's kind of weird. You killed a lich, and this guy disintegrated, and everybody fought each other, and 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 now you materialize in the middle of this giant cavern with sort of bone pillars and it's musty and right in front of you there's a gold dragonborn who's just looking at all of you like what happened where's Melbourne I think we're going to need wine and then we will recount Theo uh, rushes is this XX bloody heart yeah, that's me. I'm back. What happened to Melbourne? Well, uh, Theo says uh, he was disintegrated. Um, I, I tried everything I can do. Yeah, you have to help us, Raffaella. Uh, uh, there's there's got to be somebody we can call or something. Thanks for we can a second. Do. She she puts her head down and she she starts thinking. I am. Um. There must be something you can do. I'm thinking about it. I, 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 I don't have the, the ability. To, I don't. Ha- I can't. I'm sorry. But there is someone. But you're not going to like it. Who? Anybody? We have to bring him back. Yeah, we we'll have, figure it out. We would have to go to Narsendrell, the High Cleric. Okay, I'll go. I want to go now. Open why, the why will we not like to do that? Narsandrell is the high cleric of Valentrell. He wants... He's the one that tried to... Oh, well, yeah. we, we think he is the one that's, that is in charge of the church. He's in charge of the church of Avaros. We think he might be behind all of these... I mean, he has brought prosperity to the land and he's and he's caused crime to go down. And But th- there's something amiss... And well, it, then two birds, one stone. We get him to help us, and then when, we, if we need to, we when, take him out. When she says Narsandrell, also, Ignis, you remember uh, Flint mm. mentioning that Narsandrell met with him and tried to get Flint to, like, paid. He said, like, hey, I'll get you back to the Fire Realm if you bring them to me. I want to talk to them. Bring the knights to me, is what Flint told you. So you know that Narsandrell, the high cleric of, of Valentrell, wants to see you all for something. All right. Well, Raffaella says, I can, I can, 
I can teleport you all there. I can I can bring you there outside of the temple. I, I can't bring you in the temple, but I can bring you outside of the gates. We can go now. We have to go now. Let's go. I'm ready. All right. She she goes to the side, uh, starts twisting her uh, hands around. And this other uh, gold teleportation circle appears. And in front, you see the uh, iron wrought gates of what looks very familiar of kind of the surface of a Valentrell. So you see the palace of the high apostle um, and all of you walk through XX. Are you going to? Uh, I'm going to chill here. You can I'm hang you with the Ottoman. Okay. So, so, Oh, by the way, the Ottoman did not make it. Oh no. Otto. So as, as you teleport back, uh, Igneous just kind of whoop, <laughs> he like falls back <laughs> as he's sitting on it. Uh, the Ottoman did not make it. And as, as all of that happens, you're just like, Oh, okay. Uh, whatever. And, but all of you, Continue through the portal where you see the Palace of the High Apostle. Hey there, it's time for some announcements. This is Chris Daly, your DM for Season 5 and your Hippogriff of Hilarity. Ooh, some pretty intense stuff this episode. We'll get back to it very soon, but first, announcements. On every episode this season, I've been mentioning tools that are great to use for DMs and players This episode, we're going to talk about Foundry Virtual Tabletop. A few episodes ago, we mentioned Roll20. Well, this is another option for what offers pretty much the same thing, but some people like this way better. It offers some similar features as Roll20 and Fantasy Grounds. You can play together with others online with overhead maps, tokens, dynamic lighting, music, etc. And um, and it uses a browser-based system. Foundry allows for a lot more customizing, though, and although there's not a lot of hand-holding, you're going to put in the work that you want your content to have, and therefore you have a lot more control over the content. So there's some pros and cons, but a lot of people like it, so if you like to have a lot of uh, control over your content and you don't mind doing a little bit of programming, uh, Foundry is pretty cool. Check them out at foundryvtt.com. If you like our podcast, and we hope that you do, head on over to your podcast app of choice and see those five-star reviews. You can fill out one of those and write a little something, and you too can immortalize yourself in the comments section. Like Nate Yo IP, who wrote, I was looking for a D&D podcast and found Critical Role. However, I wanted a clean podcast, and this podcast fulfills that. It has a very enjoyable storyline and characters, and I always like the accents. Thanks, Nate! Yo, the best. Ugh. If you like playing D&D and need some character art, consider checking out my Patreon community called Dungeon Heads. I've created a library of characters that grows each week with more variations. Patreon.com slash Dungeon Heads, as well as Dungeon Heads on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Hey, we know we are not the only tabletop RPG D&D actual play podcast out there, so thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the community. And don't forget to go out and make life an adventure. Uh, all of you go through this this portal, and uh, you are immediately greeted by uh, several guards who say, uh, "Stop! Wait, what's going on here? You can't do that." We need to see Nassandro now. 
uh, high cleric drill is, is, is under um, a strict schedule. You can't just walk in here, barge in here. It's an emergency. We need to see him now. And then uh, almost un, unseen, except for, I would say, maybe Igneous and Deidre, you, with your passive perception, you see from the sides of the gates, kind of like from these like uh, large kind of protruding um, guard towers, uh, these, these kind of shadowy figures kind of come out. Uh, they're, they have masks on. Um, they have hoods on. They're dark. They're pale skinned. And one of them comes out from the left and one of them comes out from the right. And um, Theo, you remember now uh, any any magic that's done in the city. You, you remember the purifiers have been talked about of like magic. There's, there's, there's these little owls that kind of pick up on um uh, owl statues that pick up on any magic it's like a it's like Mm -hmm. a sensor magic detector yeah Yeah, magic detector so you you see these armed kind of you know hooded and and masked figures come out and they start walking towards you please we'd mean no harm we just have a friend who fell and the only person who can help is the high cleric and these two figures approach from both sides slowly they they are not they don't have their hands on their weapons. They they kind of look at the guard and they'll say, we'll take them up from here. He's expecting them. All right, all right. You can go if, that, if that's all right with you. And so they uh, open the gates. And these two masked uh, soldiers escort you up uh, the steps into the main hall and as you're walking up you everything has just changed in terms of class first of all it's daylight and uh you know you, you were just in a musty you know kind of house and and you're in the underdark for a while and every, so it's it's a little weird to be like oh, i'm on the surface again and um even though you've been around like different places it still kind of feels like uh, i shouldn't i shouldn't be up here but um you're making your way up it, everything is like alabaster stone and marble and just like really fine um the class distinction is is unfortunate uh but obvious and as you make your way into the palace there's these ornate kind of uh pillars to the side that are way far distance apart from each other so the walkway is just enormous like 20 feet wide Uh, you make your way into a set of um doors that that open up to you and um there's a central um, marble floored uh, temple which uh, has pews to the side and, and alcoves and cisterns and at the far end there is a altar with several padded chairs um, there are more purifier guards that are to the side aside uh, and with several priests uh, high priests that are surrounding a, a humanoid man cloaked in clerical robes of crimson and gold which is the colors of Valentrell. On his head, he wears ornamental a headdress with cloth hanging down the back of his head and a metal band around his forehead with a single eye in the center. As you approach, you start noticing more details. Um, and you take this to be Narsendrell. He says, speak your business, guests. Your holiness, we had a friend disintegrated by a, a terrible creature. We need him revived, brought back to serve the land. You are knights of the realm. That's correct. Our fallen friend was too. 
and I am sorry for your loss. Truly, I am. Though our beliefs and our ways might be different, the loss of life of a good person is never the answer. Someone with potential should be able to live up to them, that potential. Who was this person that met his early end? Melvin Gelrod, keeper of the will of nature. A fine knight, the finest men I've ever known. I would be willing to help you. I have the means of bringing back your friend, Melbourne. And, and as he's saying this, uh, one of his, uh, the, the soldiers, the purifiers on the side kind of whispers to him. And I see. It seems that this Melbourne used to be uh, part of the, the watch of our very city. It's true, yes. So a fallen brother who lost his way. And it seems he died in a noble battle of some kind, no doubt. Indeed, destroying a, a horrible creature of immense darkness. What creature was this? Uh, a lich. Though he's found in a, another region of the world. Rodos and Otto de Bergeron. He Both looks at Igneous. Terrible creatures. Trodos. The same creature, but both bad. The same person. Evil. Bad. Turned into a lich. Thought the Red Couldn't Wizard was disposed of in Red Basin. So did we. Or not Red Basin. I thought he was disposed of outside of Casta City. We thought that too, buddy. We said he had a phylactery. I'm sorry. The news gets around when when uh, such beings try to gain power. I believe we can help each other, but you see... I need information from you. The reason that I wanted to see you, to talk to you all, is I want to understand the knights better, and perhaps we can help each other. If you are willing to be honest with me and give me information, I will be happy to bring your friend back. I have the ability to do this. Will you have a conversation with me when we complete the ritual? I will, yes. I speak only for myself. My companions don't have to commit to the same. He looks at the rest of you. I'm sorry, what are we committing to here? Honesty. Having an honest conversation about your organization. I believe we can benefit each other, even though we might be of different beliefs. I mean, if it's just a conversation. The alternative would be um, imprisonment, banishment. You know, I, I don't want to, I don't want to have to escort anyone out, but you know that I, you know the laws of, uh, there are no magics here. I know some of you practice magics, maybe illegally. I know that you've been hiding somewhere. I know that 
well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's bring your friend back. Now to do this, I will need, it's not an easy ritual, but it is possible. I'm going to attempt a spell called True Restoration. No, tr sorry, True re, re What's the word? True Grit. No. True, true Crime. Lies. True Strike. That's what it's for. True Strike. Finally. True Strike, true strike is. It's useful. True Men Show. It's not Restoration. It's a. I think it is Restoration. No, it's. Resurrection. Uh, resurrection. That's it. That's it. True resurrection is this. Matt's just like twiddling his thumbs. Like, <laughs> you probably looked. You probably looked it me? up, right? Hey, you're dead, nerd. Okay. <laughs> okay. I can. I have the ability to uh, cast true resurrection, which will bring him back from his form. Do you have the remnants, the remains of your friend? Yes, right here. Place the, the jar, the altar, please. So you you take this jar, and Theo puts it on, and this little dust kind of settles. Um. And he says, uh, friend Orc, uh, what is your name? Theodore. Theodore. You were close to this man. I was. In order to perform this ritual, I need three, but three offerings to reach out to my, to my God. The god of Avaros will, will bring him back, but only with an offering of some kind of, of, of um, penance, of devotion. You don't have to worship him. I'm not asking for a conversion of faith. It's more of a, um, a commitment on your behalf of belief that you truly need him back. Otherwise, the spell will, will only be empty. And I can't guarantee that he will come back as himself. He might come back as a different person. But in order to ground Melbourne, Melbourne, was it? Yes, Melbourne. As who he was, three of you need to make a offering, a commitment of some kind. What would you like to do to bring back your friend? You can say something, you can give something, you can offer something in exchange for his life. Something important to us? It could be. That is up for Avros to decide. Uh, what's, a, what's a great example of something that might be of sacrifice in the past? <laughs> yeah. like so, hmm. so how this works is it's going to be a... Uh, the ceremony is going to be a basically like a skill challenge. So it's going to be, you can choose a skill. It could be a performance, you know, and you could do a performance check. It could be a, a persuasion check. You could intimidate Melbourne to come back. You could, you could do a, a series of dexterous, you know, things. Uh, you could make a religion check and like pray to whatever you want to pray to. So it's a skill check of some kind. If you want to give something, that would be that, that. That's going to be more of like a sleight of hand or, or something like that. Like we'll we'll figure it out based on what you want to do. I would like to acrobatics or stealth Melbourne back. Okay, well, so you decide how you want to do it. Mm. Like, how, what do you want to do to to show 
your commitment. Okay, somebody else go first. Okay. Mm. Um, I, I, I think Thea should. I go will. First. Um, uh, I will let. Um, I will let my blood for him. I will give my blood. All right. My sinew. Okay. Blood is fine. We don't have to be fancy about it. Hopefully uh, incurring a medicine check to know the okay. correct amount of blood so... that he could possibly give without. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so we'll, in, in a very ritualistic form, you go up, you pull out a, a small cheese knife, a d cheese dagger, but it's sharp <laughs> enough to, 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 to cut. And he's kind of looking at you like a cheese knife, like, like, but it's one of those like ones with the kind of like yeah, hollowed yeah, yeah. out center. You know, it's like really cool, badass kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Prong on the end. He's like, mm. now I get the one for and, the hard you, cheese because my skin's pretty tough. You do the cool thing where you like slice uh, your inside of your palm and you let let drip blood on top of the gray ashes. Um, and is there anything you'd like to say with this, or you just want to offer the blood? I say, um, uh, 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 allow Melvin to continue to serve this realm. And I will protect him. All right, make a medicine check. With advantage. 27. Thank you, friend Theodore. Yeah, is, who else would like to? I got one. Yeah, and yeah, Carlos, you raise your hand too? Okay. Um, do you want to go, Carlos? Do you want to go first? Uh, is is yours uh, uh, intense, Jen? Or mine's mine's a little silly, or or like halfway silly. <laughs> okay, too silly. Uh, I mean, y'all can talk about it amongst yourselves before you go up and decide, like in, in character, you'd be like, "Oh, what are you?" Gonna and do he says, <laughs> "I will offer up my strength, the best way I know how. I'm gonna lift up Melvin." She lifts up the little jar. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the basketball players. Not like... even in the jar. It's just it's just a pile of dust right now on the altar. So as Yeni makes her way up, fully intent. Okay, on hold on, hold on, Yeni. Uh, it's tell us what you're gonna do first. Okay, well, I'm gonna <laughs> offer up my strength by lifting okay. him up. I realize he's in a lot of pieces right now. So the lifting's right. probably a little challenging. <laughs> but if we put a thing under it, maybe I can lift that. Something real heavy. And we'll offer it up. Yeah. But perhaps I can offer a a different alternative to, to uh, a suitable challenge of your strength. Yeah. If I may be so bold. Um, and he turns behind him and he, he motions to a six foot tall statue of a, of a being hooded, um, arms, arms outstretched, uh, female form cloaked and kind of a flowing 
uh, robe and uh, behind it it's a statue um, kind of a newish statue marble and he says um, if you can move this statue I think that will demonstrate your strength oh I'm going to move that statue I'm going to move it right up and uh, Yeni moves over to the statue and squats down and positions herself yep, <laughs> to do Okay. With advantage. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. Okay. All right. You see this statue, and he, he kind of gets down. And then nothing's happening at first, but then after about three or four seconds, you see the statue just going kind of lift back and it's leaning back a little bit and some of the guards are like should we uh <laughs> should, we, should we get behind it or and then and then kind of moves back down and it lands back down and you kind of lifted it up a good couple inches before uh landing back down and there's a little echoes throughout the chamber <sighs> all your muscles are like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like tense and veiny uh, and then Yenny, either during that process or right after, says, let my strength be his strength. Nice. <sighs> All right. Uh, I'm going to honor Melvin uh, by giving him the gift of uh, letting him pull focus. And I will <laughs> stealthily disappear behind the statue. <laughs> Okay. Does that work? We'll see. Give me a give me a stealth check. Dirty twenty. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. So dirty twenty. Um. So yeah. You. So Deidre just, <laughs> just kind of swiftly and uh, stealthily goes away, and and um. Everybody's like, what? And they kind of look back at Melbourne, like expecting something to happen, and um, Narsandrell is like. Well, I guess that was effective. Everyone's looking back at uh, your friend. All right. The ritual shall begin. Thank you. I I will need silence and I will need patience from you. And he kind of motions to some of his uh, assistants on the side, some of the, the purifiers. They bring him some water. They bring him some, um, some different materials. Uh, there's little oils that he starts putting around the, the ashes and and candles get brought out and and he starts uh, robing up in a different kind of robe and and over over some time y'all just kind of stand there um, Deidre is still gone <laughs> uh, she's still just like where did she go um, just behind behind the statue um, and he starts to chant in a in a lower common and he starts chanting in elvish and some of you start recognizing you hear dwarvish you hear elvish you hear um does anybody speak celestial okay uh you hear a beautiful language uh which none of you understand and then you hear a darker language um which do any of you understand abyssal Okay, so then you hear like you hear this kind of, and you hear this, 
Um, uh, and then after that, uh, he kind of places a hand on the altar and uh, places another hand on the altar. And then all the candles start kind of going down and flickering down and flickering down. And the room itself starts growing colder. And you all feel a kind of a chill. Light comes out from candles and from the windows, and it's blinding and bright and almost burning. And, just, ah. and from the altar itself, you just see this kind of orb of of light swirling around, and the dust has has uh, started forming into a kind of a dome and then settles down kind of the glow starts settling down and, it, and it, as it gets to a surface level you see a humanoid form and it starts solidifying into uh, into a form laying down on the altar um, fully armored and human and male and um, quaffed with a uh, wonderful hair uh, you see Melbourne Gelrod and Melbourne <sighs> take a breath uh, you are physically drained just uh, exhausted um, but you're back Melvin, buddy, you're back. Are you what? okay? Where, where, how, where am I? My son. I like come from out of the yeah. shadows behind him. It doesn't matter. You're here now. Ah. <laughs> Rest. Does anyone have any orange juice? <laughs> we'll get a cookie for you too. Yeah, they they start kind of casting restoration on you and they they cast uh, cure wounds and as they're doing that uh, Melbourne's kind of just lying back and he kind of falls back into into sleep and unconsciousness and, and uh, Narsen Drell turns to the rest of you and says I have a few questions about the knights of the realm and I need you to be honest with me the knights have not been the boast positive force in bringing about change in my realm. In fact, there is this figure you might have heard of, Drake Blood Moon, that has been a thorn in my side, bringing in contraband, bringing through members that try to deviate and, and, and fight my purifiers. I have been trying to rid this realm of crime and poverty and the magic that is allowed here is is for only a few reasons. So I want you to tell me, is Drake Blood Moon someone that you have actually talked to? Who is this person? 
You know, a lot of people doubt that he even exists. Have you seen him? Uh, no. He goes by so many names, I don't think that we have. We cannot be sure. Pretty sure we've not seen him. Could be anyone, though, really. And he kind of, like, twists his hand a little bit, and you feel this kind of... Uh, this kind of shimmer goes over you. Um, I need all of you to make... <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's a wisdom save. Zone of truth. Zone of truth. It's a charisma saving throw. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll take that. Not a good night for all seven. Fail. 19. Succeed. 18. The charisma save. 18 will fail. Wow. Oof. So 19 or higher is what you're looking for. Uh, 14. 14. That's a fail. So so everybody except Jeff uh, or Igneous. Or, no, sorry. Everybody except Theo is telling the truth. And Melbin, uh, I'm going to say you're part of that. In and out of consciousness, you might hear a, a question or something like that. And you're just going to tell the truth anyway because you're super tired. Okay. Um, okay. So... Uh, so let me ask again, just making sure we're all honest here. Um, uh, have you seen him? Drake. Well, I don't, I don't even think we actually know who it is. And is this really what you need information about? A, a rumor? A, I, I don't even, hasn't the, these rumors of him been around for decades and decades? I have been close to finding who this person is because they are going against changes that we are trying to make for the betterment of the realm. I merely want to find this Drake Blood Moon so I can ask him to go somewhere else or have a conversation with them, him, her, whoever it might be. I mean, truthfully, we were trying to find him ourselves, but as you can see, we've, we've only come so far. Have you talked with him at all? No, I, I just said we've tried to, right? We haven't, we haven't met him yet, right? We only got a message from him, right? You haven't met him in person, but you got a message from him where you heard his voice, and but it was like a sort of a pre-generated uh, message. No, there was some bizarre message, but it was hardly personalized. I mean, really quite tacky in generic. So you're not aware of where his location might be. We don't know, and if we did know, we'd tell you. And I believe you would. Uh, because we can't not. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, okay. Well. You all. But from, from everything we've seen, I think you're chasing shadows here. I don't even think he exists. Perhaps. The other question I have is, what is your purpose here? I know that there has been great turmoil across the realms. 
And I I understand that the knights believe what of what they are doing are, are for the best of of places that might be under dictatorships or, or evil realm, uh, evil rule. But this place is, is not one of those things. Um, not all of the, the people that have us usurped control are doing it for the wrong reasons. So Ooh. Uh, what are you doing in Valkara and Valentrell in particular that, that you are um, using this as a base of operations for your for your missions? Well, you know, you keep it such a, a safe place. We feel like uh, it's an easy place for us to uh, launch missions from. We can bring people here and know that they're not going to be uh, attacked. We know we don't have to set up shop somewhere else at another time. It's a safe place, and that's why we're here. And what kind of missions have you been doing? Well, we wouldn't be a very good secret organization if we went telling everybody about all the things we had to do in secret. I'm, I know that. Uh, I, I appreciate that. But I'm asking for a vote of confidence. Perhaps our, perhaps our interests are aligned. If you tell me what you're trying to do, maybe I can help you. I did just bring back your friend. What are your interests in asking all of this? <clears throat> We're no threat to you. My interests are keeping this realm and this city safe. And if there is an approaching danger from even other realms, I would like to make sure that it does not affect my people. There's plenty of dangers in plenty of other realms. I'm sure you've heard of plenty of them. There's lots of bad characters out there. We just fought this lich. Was part of the the rebellion where where many knights were killed. A few, a few, a few months back. Yes, I I know of Drodos. The knights have held held many valiant battles. The the Oak Heart and and uh, Popolona and and many places that are only free now because of what the knights have done. Mm -hmm. I understand. Those are bad actors, and you're afraid of us. Well, you see, perhaps all cards on the table, you might know that Drodos was a member of this organization called the Platinum Syndicate. Yeah. And Drell pulls out a small pouch, and it, from it he pulls out a small platinum coin and flips it around in his hand. He says... I am also a member of the Platinum Syndicate. Oh, well, now that's very interesting. But I'm sorry, the politics. You're not, take, you're not keeping very good company in that case. What makes you think that I'm in it for personal gain? Sometimes you have to keep an eye on your enemies in order for you to get rid of them. Drodos was just as much someone I wanted to rid the world of as a high cleric, someone that was using magics, arcane magics, things that should not be allowed. He was sacrificing people. He was doing unearthly things, just as members of the Platinum Syndicate uh, were able to infiltrate your organization, so I've heard. 
I decided to infiltrate the Platinum Syndicate. As a ruler of this realm, it was easy for me to convince these members to let me join them. I had the ability, I had the power, I had the necessary army, I have the clout, I have the Church of Avaros behind me, and I was granted membership. So I've had conversations with other members, some of which are paltry, power-grabbing, money-hungry, some of which want nothing but, you know, revenge. But there are legitimate threats. And what you might not know is members of the Platinum Syndicate, as one member might go away or be defeated or be incarcerated or whatever, as they are out for each other's land and power. What if I told you that my goal as a insider would be to find a way to get rid of some of these other people so that when it came down to the last few members of the Platinum Syndicate, there was an insider, a mole, if you will, myself, that would be someone that would guarantee a good result, not a destruction of the world or a ruling of the world by an evil hand, but, but rather a redemption, a safety net. You? You'd be in charge of the world, and we're just supposed to, 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 to believe, hope that that's a good thing? No, I, I would not be in charge of the world. Uh, we would establish order, and the realms would go back to their former glory. I would merely make sure that the forces that are... The forces that are in play right now... I would try to make sure that I was one of the last ones so I could assist in taking them out. If I'm not mistaken, that is the knight's goal as well. Well, it is now only because they attack the realms. Our goal is to do good, keep people safe. If that's truly your goal, then maybe we can work together, but... I am in a zone of truth, just like you are. Why would I not tell the truth about something like this. I'm just doing it from a different angle. And I have the church and the backing of this entire town and the proof that I have gotten rid of crime and 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 we've built up an army. This land, this city is, is proof uh, that my methods will work and things will change and prosperity will, will reign. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But well, why are you what asking? asking? What I'm asking for is information. What do you know? What have you learned from these different elites, from the different realms? Maybe you can tell me anything, any any higher power that they have been praying to, any uh, source of of, of um, divine. Uh, rights or, or power there's there's always something where they get their their energy from where they where they've been where they've been funded or or how they've you know been bestowed an evil power or or something like that like what have you learned 
Well, Drodos, who we just defeated, was um, clearly uh, an ardent of Loth, the evil uh, the spider, spider god. Yes. Well, that's disconcerting. She hasn't been heard of in um, over a millennia. But all right. Well, that's that's something. What else? Any anything else? I'm sorry. The politics of all this is frightfully dull for me. I'm sorry, my dear. Well, the um, uh, Sozeb, I believe, was uh, serving Thorax the multitasker. He kind of looks down, looks at one of his purifiers, and he's like, all right. Sozeb, you said. Sozeb. And was he killed or defeated as well? Oh, he was briefly captured and uh, then uncaptured. Well, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of a loose thread there, isn't it? If you want to help out with that situation, actually, you're welcome to it. (laughs) He's still at large somewhere. Yeah. Where was he originally? What what realm? The uh, Zolar Spiral. Nope. The um Amazonia. Nope. Mm. No. <laughs> no. Uh uh it's a uh, it was uh Heaven's Breath, Kesserim. Heaven's Breath, Kesserim. Ah, yes. And he kind of looks up, he looks over to um one of his one of the purifiers and kind of nods and 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 that that soldier kind of goes away to do something. Um this is good. Anything else? Uh, who else? So I'll, I'll I'll just I'll just kind of I'll help you out because Melvin would probably remember some stuff. So you tell him about Thorax the Multitasker, uh, Lolth, uh, Victor von Schnell in the mm-hmm. in the frozen mm-hmm. wastes um, of Coldguard mentioned Ravella, Queen of Shadows, oh, um, and Old Tula, who was in the Zolar Spiral, the Hag mentioned Octavia, Conqueror of Night. And so you give him all these different names, and they're like, he's like. Well, other than Lolth, I I haven't heard of any of these any of these gods or demigods. Lolth is ancient. Lolth is before some of the creation. She's she's But everything else I have never I've never heard of Ravella or Octavia. I, I'm studied in gods and goddesses and religion and I'm a high cleric. I have to be. I know about gods. None of these other beings and these names that you mentioned, I, I don't know who they are. But I will... I will research. I will pool my researches and and I will let you know what I find out. I promise you that. I can get in touch with you now that I know what you look like and send you a message. And if I find out anything, may I have permission to let you know? Yes, please do. Let's uh, pool resources, information. Are there any other names that you can give me? Yeah, I don't know about this uh, XX uh, bloody heart person. Is that, that that's maybe a, a background is that a check? Code? I, I uh, honestly I don't know. 
I Seems like it was maybe sort of a title or a handle. Is that a god that that you? Read? It seems like a no. Not it seems god. like a half thought of bit that is now turned into deep lore. <laughs> 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 he feels like a worthless. Uh, okay, uh, so x x bloody heart. Okay. No, uh, don't worry, don't worry. Man. It's just no, me no. Out. Okay, don't worry. All right. Right. Could mention like Tula, the actual hag, the hag. You know, the I, hag. I, don't, I don't know what he wants to. Why are we so ambitious to like share everything with this guy? Like, I'm not sold on this. Like, I want to give the bare minimum right now. But I I don't know if I can. Can I like tap my tattoo and like mentally tell them like I? How about this? Okay, Uh, you know there was another name of somebody we defeated. It was um, it was uh, uh, a Gamora. Gamora? Yeah, G-A-M-O-R-R-A. Gamora. Yep. Hmm. All right. I, I... Okay. Look, I mean, look that up because it's it's just as valid and definitely will let us know if everything that you say is is valid too. So, is that? Hold on. I'm just asking. As the DM, is that a name that I would? It's a. Uh, no. It's uh, I just. Theo wants to throw out a, a okay a, a fake name in okay, there, sure. so that if he comes back and says, "Oh yeah, Gamora," is, okay, uh, gotcha, da, gotcha. Da, 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 okay. then it's like we know that you are full of lies. Right, right, okay, okay. So, he, so he's like Gamora. That's another god that you've heard about. Or oh yeah, mm-hmm. all right. Put I'll, it on the list. Put that down at name as well. So, Gamora, Octavia, Ravella, Thorax, and that's the suspicious oh. one. Yes, it seems that way, especially with a subtitle like the multitasker. But the goddess of drows and shadow, um, Lolth, is, is definitely something something that I'm concerned about. That is a force that we don't want to mess with. All right. Well, if you learn of anything else, let me know. Um, you can you may continue to do what you're doing as long as you don't bring it into my city. It's fair enough. All right, then we have an understanding. I believe we do. We thank you for bringing our friend back. Thank you. <laughs> Let's not make a habit of it because it does. It is a bit taxing, and it's a well. It's it's a, it's a drains on my abilities. But you are welcome. Please be careful. I hope you feel better soon, my friend. And um, I'll let you know if uh, any of this research comes to fruition. And a good day to you. Good day. So as uh, some of the guards kind of help Melbourne up and you you guys make your way back, um, Raffaella, who uh, has been there um, kind of in the background and, and she she didn't really say much and and, and she's kind of walking out with you guys. Um, and then she's like, wait till we get out of the gates before we have any more conversation <laughs> like politely <laughs> kind of like eh, yes thank you let's get out of here as soon as possible uh and then she she uh starts creating the the, the portal and she's like all right um uh all right not not the portal sorry um she she's like all right everyone um uh tap on your uh, symbols please and you all go back um 
Melbourne is kind of just collapsing a little bit. You, you all help him up. Theo helps him up. Um, if only we had an ottoman to set him on. <laughs> Raffaella turns to all of you and says, he's lying about something. I don't know what, but something is off about Narsandrell. I'm glad he brought you back, Melbourne. I, I really am. But I don't know how much we can trust him. Did, did he was at? Did we kill the lich? <laughs> yes, Melvin, we did. <laughs> Passes out again. Melvin falls unconscious. Uh, yeah. Raphaela says, "I suggest all of you get some rest. Melvin was going to need it. The good thing is you've got one more uh, missing knight to find." When you have your strength back, perhaps this this chapter will come to a close. And if there is, as Narsen Drill says, some sort of underlying theme between all of these gods or demigods or liches or whatever, maybe having him as a as an unsuspecting ally might might prove fruitful. But tread carefully. There's more to his words than what what seems uh, obvious. But good work, my friends. Where where did that other person go? Where is that XX bloody heart? I'm everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> he just kind of pops out from the side, like. Why is there a camel? <laughs> and that's where we'll stop for tonight. Roller coaster. That was good. Yeah.